0: Arena, glad you could join us here on the Braves Sports Network, 91.7 WPRL and WPRL.org, as well as WPRL's Facebook Live. Glad you can join us here from the Whitney Arena. Cool, good home games on the men's and women's side. The Lady Braves, a big win over Texas Southern, but then Monday night happened and we lost to Prairie View. Got to get it back on the Florida Swing, so we'll talk all about that. With Lady Brains head coach Nate Kilbert as he joins us here at the Whitney Arena. Coach, we, you and I, we talk before every game. You know, some of these games, obviously, wear on you more than others. You know, I remember non conference, you talked about the La Tech game for a minute because that was one that we had in our pocket, and I thought coming in here, getting Texas Southern, and then building on that. So, I mean, a one-in-one home homestand, but I'm sure you were looking for more.
1: Uh, absolutely looking for more, but you know, <laughs> When I went back and uh, actually watched the film against Prairie View, my kids played well. They played extremely well. They just made some mistakes at some key times during the game that really cost us. Um, like when we was up uh, 10 points against them, we turned the ball over. Just careless turnovers, you know, unfocused type turnovers that hurt us. But once I look at the the, the whole game and the and the way we played, I mean, kids did a great job. And I I I, I quickly <laughs> forget sometimes that you know. Uh, we got a lot of kids playing hogging a lot of minutes now, and uh, the games that get me is when we play Saturday. The game I'm most worried about is Monday, about conditioning now because we playing we playing two games in three days. You know, with a with a limited number of kids, but uh, the preview game was right there for. I, for us to take now don't get me wrong we should have won the game but I just watched the way they played we I remember us being down down uh 55 to 48 with with, with four minutes left in the game we came back and tied the game up uh missed a big rebound when the score was tied 55 uh 55 you know but I, I look at that I thought our kids did a great job once I watched the film and uh we just didn't we didn't make the plays we needed to make to win the game I think that was key and I, I thought it probably could have I, I probably could have did a better job of, of putting them in a situation in practice where some of the stuff that that preview hit us with late in the game that what that would not affect but it was affected against us simply because we didn't you think you think kids know they don't always they don't they don't always know so you got I I gotta I gotta remember that you know because I, I remember a play when the school was tied and uh they went into like a little two three zone against us but they brought it out wide and they left the, the center of the court wide open me thinking that oh, kid just gonna pop there no nah, that, that that didn't happen they, we just stood there and we had to kick that ball in the center of the floor we got a layup yeah. we got a layup we, we watched film today and the kids were like even the point guard near was pointing at it like give me somebody right there you know i feel better I, she told me because i didn't think nobody had a clue what to do on it but she she was pointing at the play and we had a we had to pop that person that we got a layup we would ahead by two points but you know you look back at it we'll be better prepared the second time around everybody that we play
0: yeah that's right and we do play previews one of the teams that we'll be playing twice so we'll be going to texas southern and prairie view on the back end i believe that's the last two conference road yeah. games because yeah. then we've got valley and pine bluff here but our first home game coach in what 40 days or whatever it was yeah, uh, and a, we long got time. a long time <laughs> texas southern here and this tsu team you know they beat uapb at home but then lose to Valley by a possession. So, what was the challenge dealing with this lineup of Belton Holmes, Lawson, Galban, and Shamari Phillips?
1: Well, you know, anytime you are uh, you, you're dealing with with, with talent. At the garbage and all three people are talented at the garbage position. They can score. You're gonna have a problem now. Uh, you, you don't really want to play zone against them. When you play man against them, they're good enough to put the ball on the floor and drive by you. You just have to be solid defensively, you know. And fire trouble is an issue with us now. We can't afford to get in fire trouble, so we got to be solid defensively. But to me, Texas Southern was the better of the two teams that we had at home, you know. Four is uh, talent-wise from top to bottom, you know. They had threats at just about all, all positions. Even number five who played for them last year is a lot better center this year than she was last year. So she was a threat to score the ball. I thought we were solid defensively, you know. But I'm talking about, again, the, the the two games in three days. You know, I think that affected us against Prairie View more so than it did against Texas Southern because we played them first. But it's always a challenge to play against them because they they're a threat from the three-point line. They'll threat inside now. And uh, they, they run a good system. They run a real good system, you know. Uh, Koskini's doing a great job with them. With that, you you know, they do a lot of stuff similar to what we do, except for the back door. They do a lot of misdirection stuff, and they got people. They put they post their guards up, you know, and we got a lot of small guards. So that's something we had to we had to try to find a way to, to front them on the on the on the back side and be able to have help at the same time. So they, they, they just have so many things they can throw at you that that's difficult to defend. And I thought our kids did a real good job against it. Uh we uh, we, we, we we pressed them. In spots we didn't try to press them the whole game but we, we, we made them do things different from what they really wanted to do out of the offense well
0: I'll tell you what 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 really concerned me was that second quarter we outscored them 16 to 10 in the first quarter and I thought it was a really solid first quarter but then in the second quarter we struggled you know that low they outscored us 21 11 and they were up by as many as 10 in that second quarter but then we went on a little bit of a push the last three minutes to make it a 31-27 TSU lead at the break. I thought that was the foundation for us to win in the second half because Texas Southern, the way they were playing in that second quarter, they could have gone up 15-16, and it would have been difficult, you know, from a mental perspective at home trying to come back, even though we we know that could happen. But since you hadn't won and we did come off the Alabama State uh, win, that was tough. So I, I thought the foundation for the TSU game, to me, was established the last two, two and a half minutes of that second quarter.
1: Yeah, I, I think you, you're right on that. But I, I also think the first quarter, it should it should have been like a, a 20 something to 11 quarter, still a 14-11, whatever, whatever I thought I lead in the first quarter should have been bigger. You know, but we didn't do a good job of, of closing that quarter. We, we started it okay, but we didn't close the quarter like we should have been. And we don't run into a lot of spurts like that where uh, we have quarters where we just don't score like we need to, to you know, to keep the to take a big lead or, or, or to keep a lead. And uh, for some reason, either we don't start the quarter well and close it better, or we start it well and don't and don't close it. So we got to get to the point where we're starting quarters and uh, closing quarters better yeah. than what we've been doing. Even, you know, especially especially you start talking the third quarter and the fourth quarter. You want to start them and close them.
0: Yeah, I, I think that is exactly right. For some reason, and I don't know. Let's hope this is not a continuing trend to close out first quarter second quarter third quarter it's kind of a struggle to finish it out because you play so well at times Mm -hmm. but then if you give it away in the last three minutes it it, it didn't really help you often not
1: often not you know but my thing is i think i think part of the reason is charles that you know when you start on the fourth quarter it's conditioning start to come into play now you know people don't play a lot of minutes and stuff so i can understand that quarter a little bit more than I can in the first quarter, in the second quarter. Uh we we gotta find ways to be able the close quarters better, especially in the, in those first two quarters. And, and and the and the key to me is the beginning of the third quarter. Play well doing that and you can kind of be lackadaisical a little bit when you don't wanna be uh, closing the quarter, but for that fourth quarter we gotta find we gotta find whatever the, whatever it takes to be able to, to start that quarter and close it because that's winning time right there and we haven't been doing a great job of that even when even in some of the games we won we didn't do a good job to me in closing the the first the fourth quarter and uh starting the fir- fourth quarter and closing it we, we've got to do a better job
0: well we outscored texas southern 42 to 20 in the second half that was the best Maybe the best two quarters of basketball we had all year. I think.
1: Uh, I ain't no question about it. <laughs> I ain't no question about it. it. Was the best two quarters of basketball that we put together in one half uh, all year long. But I, you know, I see us. I see us doing that more. I really do. I see us doing it more. We starting to get a. Uh, a better chemistry with the group that we have. You know, we know everybody kind of know they're going to play a little bit now, so their their ability to be able to come off the bench and be more focused is, is, is a lot easier to get them more focused now because they think they're going to get an opportunity to play. We just got to finish play. But to me, our biggest thing is, 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 is ease of layups of free throws because I thought we did a poor job against Prairie View uh, shooting free throw when it really counted. Yeah, we make our free throws when it really counted. And we still we still was in the game. We still hung around the game, you know. I remember when it was about about seven minutes left on the clock, we was down 55, 48, something like that, five minutes, something like that. And I told the kids, Hey, look, we're still in this game. We're gonna tie this game up, we're gonna take the lead, you know. And we got we tied it up fifty five, fifty five and made a couple plays uh after that. Then rebound the ball twice. They got two offensive rebounds against us. And they put that little old, like two, two, three trap wide on us and had opportunity to score a layup off it. We was down one then. It's just a little bitty stuff that we constantly got to get better at if we wanna want to get to the point where we're making the tournament and, and 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 on a good run going into
0: the tournament. Well the Lady Braves got it done 69 to 51. Zaniah White with 22 points in that game. Uh, Destiny Brown, another solid game, 16 points. Tajene Wright with 11. You know, one of the big matchups, Coach Kilbert, coming up on Friday, the two of the three top scorers in the conference will do battle. FAMU's got the number one score, and Zaniah White's the number three score in the league in conference games. That's going to be a heck of a matchup coming up on Saturday. We'll look ahead to that. But, you know, Zaniah White's been solid. Destiny Brown's coming around, and Intagine Wright. Is it going to take three scores most nights or can two carry us most nights on offense? Uh, well,
1: you know, I just really think if you wanna be consistent at winning, it's gonna to have to be three. At least three. It, it might be a different three. It might be Cheatham one night, it might be Nene one night and uh, but 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 Brown and White gotta be every night. You know what I mean but i don't think they can take no nights off you know and sometimes they're gonna have bad games but uh even because i don't think she had a great game against Prairie View, she didn't shoot the ball as well you know uh, but she did some other good things but uh you, you need three to four kids scoring for you if you want to win on a consistent basis and that's what well, that's what we have not been getting we have not been getting consistent so scoring from our from from three of our best kids you know and i think we got i got we got four kids that we need to score for that's right brown white and Cheatham you know and, and when I say score from Cheatham I'm talking about you know 11-12 and she's gonna have some big nights at some point but I mean, she always gonna rebound the ball well for us play defense well for us but there's some nights we need her to score because so many people now are paying attention to brown and white and Nene now Nene even when she I'm talking about right, people might not know who I'm talking about when I say Nene but even when she's having bad games she having bad games because so much attention is is paid on her, you know, because they know she can shoot the ball. They know she. we run our offense through her. It, you know, she, people not leaving her wide open in a lot, you know what I mean? So it's hard for her to to really get going. You know, Prairie, uh, Prairie View kind of bagged off a little bit and she got going a little bit. So you know, I know it's difficult for her because people pay a, a lot of attention to her and she just has to be solid every night in what she's doing.
0: Well, speaking of solid, we're trying to be solid on Monday night, but uh, Prairie View had other plans and it just shows you uh, you got to bring it every night. This Preview team got the doors blown off by Jackson State, and you thought, okay, Sandy Pugh came in here. We talked before the game. She, she, the body language. I know you and I've talked. You believe yeah. in body language. Mm-hmm. I do too. Her body mm-hmm. language said, you know what, it ain't gonna be easy, you know, for the Lady Braves, and it wasn't easy for us, and it was tough for us. Talk about the challenge of dealing with with View and what was deceiving when you looked at that Jackson State game. I and mean, we know Jackson is good. Prayview, you know, had it handed to him, but what concerns you about the Panthers?
1: Well, the biggest thing is there's nothing con- uh, 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 deceiving to me about the Jackson State game. The uh, only thing it did to me is made me realize that Prayview is going to be a lot more focused coming into the game. A good butt whooping don't do nothing but going to make you more focused. I can tell you that right now. You get it, you, you get it put on your right, you get that belt put on your right, you're <laughs> oh, going to be a lot more focused coming <laughs> into the next game. You know, that was me and Coach Pyle and Coach Robinson and, and Coach Sutton was talking about. They're going to be a lot more focused against us than they was against Jackson. Coach Jackson put that belt on them. And now that's just what we got. They did everything better against us than they did against Jackson. You know, and it's always about matchups. Some teams just match up better with us, and you know I think that's why we match up better with Texas Southern than a lot of teams do. You know what I mean? Texas Southern don't create some of the problem with us that they create with other teams. Prairie View, we match up okay with them, but they got physical bigs. You know they got physical bigs. You know that that kind of throws us off a little bit because we don't have the bodies to be able to deal with physical bigs, especially when the referees are not calling it. You know what I mean? But I I I knew. Coach Putnam was going to have them solid and ready, uh, ready to play, you know. So it wasn't a surprise to me, but but I think our kids was ready to play too. We just didn't make the plays, the, the winning plays, to be able to win the game.
0: Yeah, it was, we, we led 14-11 at the end of the first quarter, and then it was uh, 29-28 at, at halftime. So it was a good first half. But, so it, was a, it, it wasn't like Prairie View pulled away. It was a six-point game as yeah. it turned out. And, and there were some chances there, Coach. A yeah. uh, couple of missed free throws hurt us couple of possessions hurt is one of those a possession here 50 50 ball there an extra possession here and the outcome might be different
1: no oh, absolutely you know and when you go back and watch the film you you can see all the stuff that you just talked about and we just we had opportunities and that's all you can ask for we had opportunities to win the game we had opportunity to control the game to stay in control of the game and we didn't we didn't take advantage of it. i just the two things i'm disappointed in i'm disappointed in the way we rebound the ball and the unforced turnovers. All the rest of it is basketball. It's just stuff that's going to happen in basketball. You got pros who get played millions of dollars, and they miss free throws. You know what I mean? Those kind of things, that's that's going to happen. They miss open shot. We hope that you will make them, but the most the, the two things that I'm most disappointed with is the way we rebound the ball against them and those unforced turnovers when we had that 10-point lead. We just gave them like four, six, four yeah. points at least, you know, and just because we were being lazy with the ball. And you can't be that way and beat good teams. You can't beat... You can't be that way and play against a team who was hungry and just got spanked uh, two days ago and think they're going to lay down. They're not. You know, and Those are the only two things that I was real disappointed
0: with after watching film. Yeah, and it's kind of totally opposite with the Texas Southern game. You know, the Texas Southern game, that they had some control, and then we kind of made it close. And just with us, we had a 10-point lead with three minutes yeah. left. And next thing you know, it's 29-28 at halftime. Yeah. So that was a critical stretch in the second quarter of the game the other night that kind of gave them some life and some momentum so that hurt and then we got hurt on the boards 38-27 just eight offensive rebounds how tough was that?
1: Yeah you know it's been a while too Charleston we've, we've been whooped on the boards like that if you think about it it's been a while since the people jumped all over us like that on the boards and I thought it was it was huge that they did but I think also we we, we tried to play a 2-3 zone against them, which I think would work against them they don't have great, they don't have great shooters if you keep number 10 and keep up and being open. We did a lot of a lot of zone stuff, and it's hard to box people out when you're playing zone, you know. But what they was doing when you watched on film, they was finding destiny, even offensively, defensively. They was putting a body on her, and they was I mean, they was hitting her. They were not just boxing her out; they was hitting her to keep her from, away from those rebounds. So that means other folks got to rebound. The guards got the rebound better, and uh, but I thought that was a that was a big difference in the game is is that, it's that, rebounding, and, and um, we we hadn't got whoop like that on the boards in a while.
0: And then probably the most disappointing aspect—we missed 13 free throws, 13 of 26 at home. It's hard yeah. to beat anyone oh, yeah. when you when you miss 13 free throws at home.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's difficult. It's kind of it's it kind of set the tone for the game, though. It's kind of set the tone for what what you're gonna are you gonna win or gonna lose if you miss free throws like that and and be as close as we were. You, you you're probably not gonna win. You know, it's just it's it's kind of simple to be honest with you. You're not gonna win games like that. You know you're not gonna win them on the road. You at home you miss them. It makes it difficult. I just wish we could have made some of those free throws. And the game probably wouldn't have been as close if we had made some of those free throws. We would have had a little cushion there at the end, you know. But I was proud of our kids. You know, I, I just remember sitting on the bench with. About four minutes, fifty some second left. We down 55-48, and I'm looking at the expression on their faces, and it's uh like we done lost the game expression. And I say, you know, look, this game along with way from being on, oh, We coming back. We gonna tie the game up, and they did that. And you know, watching film, I talked to them, talked to them about that. I say, look, what did I tell you? We was gonna come back, and and the opportunity that we had after we tied it up, we had so many opportunities to score baskets, and we didn't. You know, uh, but. I, once I looked at the two games, our kids play well. They play well in spots, you know. It's just, we just got to keep cleaning things up and, and continue to get better. Uh, we got a new rotation out there now when it comes to substituting, and uh, we need we need to get Watson back. You know, I think that's somebody we got a chance to get back. We need to get Ford healthy, you know, so she can come out and give us some quality minutes like she normally do. You know, just hopefully we can, those two right there, we can get back to the point where they are healthy. We're, we're trying to get Watson back to be able to give us another body, because that's going to be important. She she, she gave us speed and all that stuff that we were missing in those two games. But you just never know. We just got to wait to see what the x rays going to say and all that different stuff in the MRI. But uh, I, I, was, I was proud of the way the kids played in both games. I just know there are things that we got to get better at if we're going to continue to be uh,
0: winning games, especially on the road. I know we're thin. I know we're limited on bodies, yeah. but nobody's making any excuses. No, oh
1: no, absolutely not. Because I think that I think the nine we got, I think we're good enough to win. I, I really do, you know. And we just got to find ways to do it, you know. Because we're proving that We can win with them. We, we beat Texas Southern with them. You know what I mean? So we just got to find ways to uh, take better care of the ball. We got to get it. You know, you got to get in better shape now. You know, our practices are totally different from what we would if we had more bodies. You don't see the physical stuff in practice. No. We don't have – we don't. We hardly ever do any contact in practice anymore. Now, because we don't want nobody else getting hurt in practice. If they get hurt, it's going to be in the game. We just walk through a lot of stuff. We do a lot of running. We do a lot of shooting. We go over a lot of play sets. We go over a lot of defensive sets. But it's not a lot of contact going on in practice.
0: We had that. we had four players in double figures led by Cheatham with 14 points, 13 points for Zaniah White, Destiny Brown with 11, and Tajanae Wright with 10 points all right coach so now we head to florida and look you got to put this one behind you you were hoping and we were after the win saturday we're so happy and then disappointment but you got a lot of games in front of you and we got to get this game back somehow and i think if we get two in florida we can do that so as you look at famu they're two and three in the conference they beat valley 62 to 55 and as we talked about at the start, you're talking about two of the top scores in the league. You're talking about Olivia Delancey, who's averaging 20 points a game in conference. That's number one in the league. And Zaniah White averaging 17.6 in conference. That's number two. So you got the top two scores going head-to-head on Saturday at the Lawson Center in Tallahassee. So what do you expect from this uh, FAMU team, two or three on the year? They beat Valley, they lost 85-62 to UAPB, lost by three to Grambling, and beat Southern 59-53. So what do you expect from the Lady Rattlers?
1: Well, first of all, I want to thank you for educating me on that, because I did not know that that these were two of the top scores. But I knew that they had a, a good score on their team, but I, I don't really look at that, that number when it comes to, I didn't even know Z-Average, uh, White-Average 17 a game. I knew she was starting to score better for us. But uh, you know they're gonna be tough. Anytime you anytime you take a team that, that beats Southern, that's physical as they if they are. You know you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a tough time with them. But we always had we always have a tough time when we go up there. It's, that's a hard place to play, and you got to be prepared. They have so many kids that can really put the ball in the basketball in the three point range. You you know thirteen can shoot at five. The young lady you that you were talking about Zubarats is thirteen. Yeah, they can really shoot the ball. Uh, uh, 30 is starting to play well for him for his scoring wise. Even a center can shoot the three. So they're gonna they, they're gonna spread you out. You know they gonna put it on the floor and try to drive back by, by you. It's just you gotta be solid defensively. You know we gotta run our schemes against them. You know we gotta try to stay out of fire trouble because that's what people teams that have good guards that can put it on the floor that create problems for their opponents them. Because now you you talking about fire trouble. You know people reaching in and all that stuff. We gotta move our feet and keep our hands off them. You know and just try to be as solid defensively as we can. But they're a good basketball team. I mean they're they're better to me than they were last year. You know and a lot of times bringing in a new voice and when they brought in a new coach changes that because they got some of the same players they had they're just playing better because the kid that lead them in scoring now is playing better than what she played last year but that's also she got years up on her belt now that's experience now you're supposed to be better uh, each year you're supposed to get better when you're not getting better as a player you're not doing something right and uh i can see their kids are getting better you know but it's a very winnable game for us i, I feel like if we do if we run our stuff offensively and defensively we can play with anybody you know because we control the tempo of the game we control the flow of the game and, and everything but when we start making keller's re, re, uh, uh, turnovers and, and not rebounding the ball that's when we get in trouble
0: and then we go to bethul cookman it's going to be a lot going on as we talked about the 24 hours of daytona is down there it's going to be a ton of folks going to be hard to get around um, hotel rooms are hard to come by because of that big race at the daytona 500 what do you expect uh you know bethul cookman last year had a volume score that can score the basketball coach bussey says one of the toughest places in the league to win i agree small environment they're right on top of you they make a lot of noise what do you expect from the lady wildcats you, you,
1: they got about two or three scores now <laughs> you know just beat uh university of Arkansas at pine bluff uh that was their last game they played they just beat them at pine bluff so yeah. and i, I kind of watched that game a little bit on film it was man it was an exciting basketball game and and, and uh. Fam, you didn't bag down not one bit. You know they went at UAPB and uh, they controlled that game from the beginning to the end. You know I didn't I, I didn't see that coming when it comes. So I I didn't think they was I didn't think they was good enough to go to Pine Bluff and beat them down there. Especially after losing two at home. You know Grambling and Southern beat them. They lost two in a row and then to go down there and to go on the road and win two in a row. that's, that's that says a lot about the character, uh, about how good they are. You know how focused. A lot of times teams are a lot more focused on the road than they are at home too, y'all. They don't have all the distractions that they have. And I, and I watch that game, and I just say, man, it's going to be a tough road trip. You know what I mean? A tough road trip because we're playing against two basket, good basketball teams. And But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I really am because I think our kids are, are, are getting better. Each game we play in the conference. we're getting better and better.
0: Well, if we had won the other night, we would have been top four yeah. in the league if we had won the other night and so still everything is still there we can yeah. still get, if we can win a couple in florida come back and it's not going to be easy when we come back here you got southern and grambling yeah. coming in here Absolutely. so there, there, there are no cupcakes there are <laughs> no cakewalks in this league now it's not it used to be a long time ago but it's not
1: it's not one it's not one uh a cake a cupcake in this conference anymore you know what i mean you know valley upsetting people now they beat tech southern which who had just beat uapb so when you go, go to these places now, you got to be ready to play. If you're not ready to play, you're going to get whooped. And it's simple. you got to be ready to play.
0: Well, Coach, we appreciate it, and uh, have a good trip down to Florida. We'll be talking to you down there. All right, y'all. Appreciate it. That's the Nate Kilbert program right here on the Braze Sports Network. We're going to step aside. We're going to clear the decks. And Braze head football coach Cedric Thomas will be joining us coming up next. We're going to put a basketball in his hands. Can Cedric Thomas shoot the basketball? We'll find out coming up after this. Time out on the Bray Sports Network.